Oi, tudo bem? This is Brazuca Sounds, hosted and produced by Leandro Vignoli. guys, how's it going? If you have any questions, requests, or feedback, send me a message on Instagram. I'm at Brazuca Sounds. Always, I need you to remember as well, all the songs that I'm going to play here in this podcast, they are going to be available in full in a playlist on Spotify called Soundtrack Brazuca Sounds. If you cannot find it, also ask me for the direct link on Instagram. Last episode, I talked about uh, the movement Black Reel that sparked funk and soul in Brazil in the 70s. The episode of today, we're going to talk also about soul and funk with the Black Reel leftovers, so to speak. It's going to be less talk and more music. I'm going to show 10 records of soul funk Brazilian. This is Valtel Branco, one of the most brilliant arrangers of Brazil of all time. He was primarily a guitarist, but he really did it all. Uh, Valtel Branco had quite a life in terms of traveling. In his early 20s, he lived in Cuba, working there as an arranger and musical director, helping to create a mix of jazz, salsa, Brazilian music, later on influenced a lot of jazz fusion as well. Then he returned to Brazil. He lived together in a pension with uh, João Gilberto, with whom he had like a long partnership with a fundamental importance in the formatting of Bolsa Nova. Then he lived in the U.S., where he worked with Maestro Henry Mancini and Dizzy Gillespie. Uh, Valtel Branco in Brazil, he also played or made arrangements in albums of Roberto Carlos, Tim Maia, Djavan, Cartola, Gal Costa, Tom Jobim, you name it. Valtel Branco, it was the guy in terms of orchestral arrangements for Brazilian music in the 60s and, and the 70s. And in 75, he released this solo album. It's called Meu Balanço, My Swing, 
which is self-explanatory, really, this fusion of soul, funk, jazz, grooves. Technically, the album was recorded in 1965. It's an all-instrumental record, Valtel. He was not ahead of his time, not only in terms of Brazilian music, he was ahead of his time of anybody's music. This album is kind of a primal, proto-version of psychedelic funk. Of course, Valtel Branco, he has more like a dozen records, but this one in particular, like I said, released in 1975, this one, Meu Balanço, it is kind of a indispensable if you want to dig deep in Brazilian soul and funk music. <laughs> As coisas na vida da gente O amor vai embora Assim de repente Melhor é rezar Para Nossa Senhora A gente não pensa em tanta maldade No entanto acontece É a realidade O duro é dizer Quando chegou a hora This song, Vai Com Deus, from the album Nesse Inverno, by Tony Bizarro, from 1977. Tony Bizarro, in fact, has quite a bizarre story. He released an album in 71 with his music partner Frankie as a duo, Tony and Frankie. And a record that was produced by Brazilian rock and roll legend Raul Seixas, which was a producer at Columbia Records, and that album was a proto-funk soap psychedelic that I will strongly recommend as well, with the exception of one song influenced by Brazilian folklore, accordions, snare drums, triangle, like this song over here. Vamos lá pra ver que o pagode vai ser bom Todo mundo no casamento da Maria Tem um sanfoneiro... And what happened was, 
that song became a massive hit, so the record label thought, well, you're better off recording more of these, Ray. So Frankie immediately refused and broke up the duo, just as Tony Bizarro actually, he will just became a music producer in a different label, Polydor, and he produced many records there, especially Cassiano records. He was constantly around Team Maya as well. However, Tony, you uh, will put out a proper solo album only in 1977 again, which is this album, Nesse Inverno, This Winter. And since Team Maya was the household name of the Polydor, uh, Tony ended up going back to the Columbia Records, where also work Valtel Branco, who is the arranger of two tracks in this album. Uh, Robson Jorge, the guitar man, and Lincoln Olivetti, the keyboard guy, and they were basically a duo making all Team Maya records at the same time too. So this Tony Bizarro record is a blend of soul, funk, psychedelia, nesse inverno, absolutely essential. <laughs> Surgir a madrugada Vou venerar a minha amada Trocar o pranto pelo canto E uma vontade imensa De se encher de amor Beijos e abraços Seja onde for E uma vontade imensa De se encher de amor Beijos e abraços Seja onde for This is Carlos da Fé, he started off as part of Grupo Abolição, the ensemble put together by the pianist Don Salvador, that I talked about in the previous podcast. He also made part of Tim Maia's band playing keyboards, however, as you can hear, Carlos da Fé had this marvelous voice, high-pitched which was very different from the guys from Brazil and so at the time and their deep uh, voices, Timaya, for instance. And then Carlos da Fé got a record deal with Warner that had just began its operations in Brazil. Uh, this debut record from 1977, Pra Que Vou Recordar, was an instant success and it sold more than 240,000 copies especially because of the title track, like a Marvin Gaye-ish romantic ballad that became astronomically popular as part of a soap opera soundtrack in Brazil. And the album was way more than that though, with a top-class brass section by the Banda Black Hill. Uh, Carlos da Fé will never repeat 
like his commercial big break, just like this record, and was kind of progressively becoming not a priority in the label. But there are many songs written by Carlos Dafael there and sang by other artists. And like I said, this album here is just like a pure bliss of Marvin Gaye, All Green, Stevie Wonder. By the way, I will stop right here with a song and its name is Hello, Mr. Wonder. This is a true hidden gem of Brazilian soul samba rock, Tel Azevedo, and as many other albums at the time, this from 1974 found little little commercial success. Tel Azevedo stopped making this kind of music and he turned to Brazilian folklore music, uh, especially forró. A region of sound from the northwest with its blend of snare drum, accordion, triangles. Any person who actually knows Teo Azevedo's work probably will only know him as a folklore artist, so it's really, really, really obscure. And until its rediscovery in recent years by DJs and record collectors, the album has like arrangements and production by Teo Azevedo himself. And it's 10 tracks, pure groove, obviously reminiscent of the American funk and soul, but with an astonishing paint of Brazilian references, especially from the Northeast, Teo Azevedo was from that region, even you can notice because of his prominent uh, accent from the northeast of Brazil. It's like Tim Maia mixed with Gilberto Gil, mixed with Luis Gonzaga. Grito Selvagem is the name of this record. Wild Scream. <laughs> This chorus, Vá Pentear Macaco, que eu não gosto de puxa saco, it's something like a go to hell, because I don't like to kiss anybody's ass. Like, this is like an epitome of Brazilian expressions. Vai Pentear Macaco actually means go brush a monkey, meaning go to hell. 
And puxar o saco actually means to grab the balls, like the testicles, meaning kissing ass. So just go to hell because I don't like to kiss anybody's ass, but he's actually saying like in form of a Brazilian expression is go brush your monkey because I don't want to grab your balls. <laughs> That's crazy, right? <laughs> E você onde vai ficar? So this is Dimelo, he's also from the northeast part of Brazil, from Recife, but he moved to São Paulo, uh, playing a lot of bars, and according to the legend, he showed his songs to Jorge Ben, who then gave him a card of a music producer, and during on his bar nights, the director of the label Audion showed up and hired him immediately. The album was completely ready in eight days. The original press, by the way, had only 3,000 copies, and it's very rare to find it, very expensive. There are many reissues, though, by a cheaper price. And this Dimelo record is the fusion of funk, soap, psychedelia, Brazilian regional music, even tango, folk. Oof, it's a lot of stuff going there, but it is but it's explained. And no long after Dimelo completely uh, abandoned a record labels for many reasons, uh, Brazilian dictatorship among them. Uh, he only went to record again in the 90s, and by the way, in the 90s, there was a very well hoax that Dimelo was dead. He, in fact, to not be ran over by a truck, jumped from a bridge in Sao Paulo and spent six months almost paralyzed, but he never died. And there is a very good documentary from 2011 about Dimelo. It's called uh, Dimelo o Imorrível, or Dimelo, the Immortal. If you can find it with English subtitles somewhere, I strongly recommend it. 
just as I recommend this album here is just called G Melo. If I'm not mistaken, one of the songs here wasn't a compilation by Mr. Bongo. It became kind of a trend among many DJs around the world. A vida em seus métodos diz calma. Vai com calma, você vai chegar. Se existe desespero é contra a calma, é E sem ter calma nada você vai encontrar A vida em seus métodos diz calma Vai com calma você vai chegar Se existe desespero é contra a calma, é E sem ter calma nada você vai encontrar Deus Pai Criador criou com disco music. She was only 17 when she recorded this record, A Noite Vai Chegar, from 77. Lady Zoo was a rising star in Rio de Janeiro bailes, those big parties celebra celebrating black music. Uh, the song also became a hit because of a soap opera soundtrack. The single sold more than a million copies, this song in the background. And the record is very, very interesting because despite this obvious photocopy of Donna Summer and such, if you pay attention, there are many elements of Brazilian music there, especially samba, a lot of cuicas and tambourines in the mix, which make, like I said, very, very Brazilian. Her second album, released a year later, is also just as impeccable and after that she practically quit music with the exception of one album from 1989 uh, Lady Zoo, she's an evangelical uh, these days but those two records were reissued recently many times and it's very well deserved every time I need a good cleaning up of my house over here so I grab a broom and then I listen to this Lady Zoo record, there is nothing better.
Going way back in time a little bit with Evinha and her record Cartão Postal, which is from 71, the beginning of the soul funk in Brazil. This album, an original press copy, may cost you $700. It's as rare as it sounds. By the way, it's long overdue uh, proper reissue of this record. And this particular song in the background, Espera Pra Ver, also became a hit among many DJs, even a live set by Questlove as recently as 2020. Evinha was in the music scene since the early 60s, actually with a doo-wop trio with, a, with her brother and sister, and she released two solo records under her true name, Eva, Evinha is short for Eva, though, like many Brazilian nicknames, everyone is Inho or Inha in the country, so Evinha is a performer more than a songwriter, she has no songwriting credits on the album, with a credible voice like her, she doesn't need it, it's like she sings on thin ice, it is delicate, So elegant, it's almost like an Elisa Regina, but in reverse, right? Her voice is so, so almost like a whisper, and the record is really an early proto soul music, but I would say it's more like a bossa nova soul with influence from MPB than effectively soul music. The album was great nonetheless, all around. Don't think twice, cartão postal by Evinha. Eu não voltei porque agora eu sei. Naquele papel eu ia pro pinel. E se alguém disser que eu me desmontei, sou dono de mim e faço o que quiser. Que bandeira que você deu, que bandeira não me entendeu. Carentice tua chora, carentice tua briga. Sigo te querendo, te cantando, procurando. The 
This is debut album from Marcia Maria from 78 is also a rarity. $200 on Discogs, last time I checked. And it's very interesting because almost all the songs here were written by Samba songwriters, actually. This song in the background, for instance, uh, Amigo Branco, was written by a still young Leci Brandão, which is a Samba legend in Brazil. The lyrics uh, feels very ahead of its time. Amigo Branco literally means white friend, and the song is about some kind of uh, interracial friendship and how everybody should just be together, which is kind of sounds so common sense, right? But in a very racist country, sometimes that's not how it goes. Uh, and the song is heavy influenced by funk and soul with these elements of samba, like I said before. is a very clever work by Lincoln Olivetti that I mentioned earlier here in this show. At the time, he, uh, he was like the best partner of Tim Maia and music production. Marcia Maria is her name. What a joy. It's almost like mandatory in Brazilian music to rhyme Rio de Janeiro, the city, with Fevereiro, the month, which is February, and Janeiro is January. Uh, and this is exactly what Helio Mateus does it right here. And what a tune, what a break beat. This song is actually a single released in 73 before his debut album, but I'm playing not for any other reason that it's my favorite track of Helio Mateus. Uh, his, his debut, by the way, is also a favorite for Craig Diggers. The original copy goes for more than 600 bucks, a robust case where soul music was heavily influenced by the MPB, Helio Mateus plays acoustic guitar after all. It was like if Caetano Veloso spent five years in a row just listening to Stevie Wonder. So it's like funk and soul, but really sounds sometimes like Gilberto Gil, Caetano Veloso and all those guys. The recording session of the record is also a who's who of Brazilian music. Ivan Mamão of the band Azimuth on drums, 
the black reel as the brass section, this bass lines pulsing like a heart beating, big orchestral arrangements. But unfortunately, Elio Mateus uh, almost quit music completely right after this record. He was mostly a songwriter. He has songs recorded by the likes of Elise Regina, Vanderleia, Black Hill, Trio Mokotó. But in the 80s and 90s, ultimately, uh, he battled alcoholism and he lived in different shelters even before being taken by the Association of Songwriters in Rio de Janeiro. And he died of pneumonia a couple years ago, like in complete obscurity, which is a shame, right? A guy who's today sell records for like big, big bucks. See the irony here, eh? Silêncio depois de 10 horas, muito barulho lá fora, e eu não podendo tocar. Passeando pela Bahia, mas de barriga vazia, no prego sem trabalhar. And I could not finish this show without a tribute to Luis Wagner, who just passed away. I briefly mentioned him in the episode number nine about the record label uh, Copacabana, where Luis Wagner put out his record in 1976. Uh, this song in the background is from his debut album. It's a different record for no particular reason. I just, I just like this song so much. And Luis Wagner was actually from Rio Grande do Sul, that is the same state as me. He was also very celebrated by Jorge Ben, who has a song in the 80s named after Luis Wagner. It's called Luis Wagner Guitarreiro, 
the guitar man. I once even read in an interview of Luis Wagner that George Ben, of course, did not play guitar until later on in his career. He probably got that interest by seeing Luis Wagner playing in some clubs every night. Luis Wagner was really a pioneer in terms of playing the electric guitar. It's also interesting because he's from Porto Alegre, which is a majorly white city, and as a mixed black man, he used to say that he began to hang out with the black guys who also like rock and roll, so that's why he began this fusion of rock with a lot of swing and groove that became known as samba rock. And oddly enough, these days, Porto Alegre is a city with a lot of uh, samba rock parties. But anyway, rest in peace, Luis Wagner. And guys, this is a wrap for today. Send me a message on Instagram if you like. I'm at Brazuca Sounds. And just to really to finish this off, I leave you with a Luis Wagner ballad. It's really in the Brazilian songbook. One of those karaoke songs that everybody knows. See you guys. Cheers. Como eu vou deixar você Se eu te amo Como eu vou deixar você Se eu te amo Sei que a minha vida anda errada Que eu já deixei Furos mil bancadas Talvez esteja andando Em linhas tortas Mas por enquanto eu vou te amando É o que me importa Mas você também não é Porta principal E toda estrada tem final O que eu quero saber é This was Brazuca Sounds with Leandro Vignoli. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Mm-hmm.